to another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality Cast. I'm one of your hosts, Chris, and my co-host, I'm very good friend, is Dave. Hey there, Chris, and hello to our listeners out there. Welcome to Chris and Dave's Reality <laughs> TV Cast. We are covering Love Island UK Series 8, Episode 53. My word, Chris, where would you like to start today? <laughs> um, oh. so, so we get the dates, don't we? So... <sighs> It was a struggle again, Dave. And I, know, and I know some people really enjoyed the baby game from yesterday. And some people really enjoyed the dates. For me, I think the only thing I get out of it is seeing who's had the most budget spent yeah. on them. Yeah, that's yeah. so obvious usually off the producers. Now, Paige and Adam got a great yacht day, lovely experience. Um, I don't think I'm buying any of it. All the chats, just like run-of-the-mill stuff. You know, I... I think we should run a book on who is actually going to split up first, Dave, when the show finishes, <laughs> because there's a lot of them. But, oh, Dave, I'm going to say this, and I, and I don't want to say it because of the, the reality radar. <laughs> Ekin Sue was doing my head in tonight, Dave. Oh, my Really God. was so fake. I'm still ride or die with them. They're going to win, and I want him to win. But it was just Davy Day's going to get absolutely shafted when he gets out of it. And I'm, he might do the same to Ekin Sue, to be fair, but... He's got a better poker face because they're acting and hamming it up. I was like, I am watching a shit pound uh, stretcher video, a DVD of a movie. So her acting was terrible. I didn't believe anything. And David, tell you what, you know how many I shed as many tears as Ekin Sue tonight, and you know how many that was <laughs> fucking none. Like, no tears whatsoever. It is proper soap up soap opera acting was crying, wasn't it? You know. Not yeah. a tear in sight. Just, I agree, Chris. I've said to you for a few days now that just that she seems to have gone up a gear with the acting. I, I don't know what it is, but just really laying it on thick, and and it's so transparent. And we know, like they're they're all there. They're all still very aware that they're on camera. You know, a lot of them say, "Oh, you sort of forget the cameras are there." Maybe in moments, but generally, you know, in terms of the tactics that you're playing, you're very aware that the uh, that you're on a reality TV show. But I, I do agree. I think tonight the the overacting was quite great in. Um, and like you say, coming back to the girls, oh, Davide told me he loved me. <laughs> and, you know, I saw Gemma came in for a bit of stick, actually, because Gemma said uh, under her breath, like, oh, she's off again. But, you know, people saying, oh, she's been snide and whatever. But come on, can you imagine being in there with Ekinsu and this level of hamming it up and overacting? That must get on anyone's nerves after a while. Yeah, and you're right because at the end of the day, this this is literally a, 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 like a profile, isn't it? It's, like, it's almost like a showcase for what they're going to do afterwards. So, yeah, Ekinsu wants as much TV time as, as most of them do. She's not the only one, and like I say, she, if she hadn't been in, Dave would have had nothing this series at the start. She was brilliant when she came in, and the drama, whatever side you're on. I know reality radar. I'm sticking to it. My prediction was right. It was, <laughs> and, and the reason I say that, everyone's like. Oh, you, you, you know, like we've laughed about, oh, you're so right and die. But it had the typical Love Island DNA love story. You know, like what, like, like really, Ekinsu's done a bit of a Liam, hasn't she, really? Because she got with Jay, all the deception. Everyone was loving the, 
hands and knees thing and all that stuff. And they had this kiss and then they got back together and it's would he trust her? Then he cheated. She's so it is it has happened with both of them. Davide was the same. He kissed a few of the girls in Casaramo, but mm. it all plays to it. But what really grated on me was when she was talking to the girls on the rooftop and she went, Oh yeah, because the thing is I love that. And then stopped and they all turned oh, like Nick. What did yeah, you say? Yeah. And I was like, Are you taking the piss? This is terrible. <laughs> this is so convoluted bollocks. And I think what the problem with her is, like me and Sam were talking about that, because Sam's like tonight say, Maybe this is just the real her. I said it might be. I said, but it just looks so overacting false. Like you really I really struggled tonight to believe anything she was saying. And the tears that I was pissing myself. I was like, <laughs> and she kept pointing her, hand, her fingers in her hands. She said, Day was upset. Like he was when that, that Alfie Bow was doing the whole Nessendorma thing and that, you know, being Italian. Best bit. And he, he had yeah, he had brilliant. Yeah, he had great tears in his And it's not to go after and do a 180 on her, but it just was just so hammy. I thought I was watching some sort of pantomime or something. There, I was waiting for it to go. Oh no, you didn't. You know, like it was just like, oh god. <laughs> Whip so, off a mask yeah. for a Scooby Doo yeah. ending. But uh, <laughs> yeah, the the whole thing with you know the the unintentional. You know, as if she's about to say, I love Davide, but she just stops herself. Fucking hell. It was like she was throwing out a fish hook. And like the girls, she, she was reeling them in. She's like, I've got them here. You know, they think I've slipped up really, but it was so false. So, yeah, I I, I thought we'd be on opposite sides of the fence, but we're absolutely on the same. I, and agree, I, I still think they'll win. Um, Still think there's a lot of love for both sides of that couple. But yeah, I don't know what it is. Just the last few days, just the overacting, the soap opera acting, you know, like she's on the Brave and the Bold or something. He's just gone into overdrive. But I did enjoy Ness and Dorma, Chris. Oh, good. Yeah, Alfie Bow's good. He's from Fleet with Alfie Bow as well in Lancashire. Yeah, I know he's done stuff with like Michael Ball and that. I've seen him on like Ant and Deck and things like that. So I knew he was quite local to me. But yeah, he's got great. Is he actually Italian? But he's not his Jamie's first football club who went oh, yesterday. Fleetwood, yeah, yeah. Fleetwood Town. All yeah. right, okay. Yeah, interesting. Well, interesting. But he's got a great voice. A great voice. And I think I think Davide and Ekansu had the most money spent on them, Dave. Yeah. To get him out there. I mean, don't get me wrong, Damien Indies was good with the whole band and everything. And Brilliant, wasn't it? That town. Yeah, that, yeah. yeah, that must have cost a lot of money. And that, to me, seemed the most realistic out of the three dates we got you know like it, it really because obviously we're going to get Tasha and Andrew and Gemma and Luca now it, if we're going off what I think the producers are doing or the way we said about Gemma Island I've got a feeling Gemma and Luca are going to be the last date and all their eggs are going to be in half and they're going to get the most money spent on them Dave mm, yeah I mean it it They've been more subtle about it but it has still been a little bit of Gemma Island hasn't it so It'll be interesting, you know, who knows? Um, surely they must recognise that their popularity is not high. But then, I don't know, some, someone's voting for them <laughs> yeah. because they're not in the bottom few whenever it's a, a couple popularity vote. So someone out there is voting for them. I just don't know who. No, but, uh, I... So, sorry, go on. No, sorry, Dave. I just wanted to piggyback off the back of that. I'd seen some things yesterday, and you may have seen them yourself. Every, pretty much every Islander who's left, you know, the villain this year, they're really going on all these podcasts, aren't they? They're really like 
there's a platform for all of them. I mean, I've seen Charlie on literally everything. He's, he's literally <laughs> doing the rounds on every anything with Love Island. He's on it, and why wouldn't you? You know, your profile earn a bit of money and stuff. Like that. <laughs> so Liam, sorry, Liam is doing the club circuit. Like you were fucking there for three days. It's ridiculous no. now the exposure these people get, you know, for a, appearing on a few episodes of Love Island. That that is it. You it, don't even have to fucking win anymore. It's that's it. Just put your face on there a few times and then do the club circuit. Yeah. Like David Brown. And, and, uh, <laughs> you'd do the same if you were single, though, wouldn't you? You'd be there earning as much money as possible. I think I think there's a window, isn't there? There's not many of them that carry on. You've probably got six months tops before people forget who you are, mm. I think. But mo- most of them, the, the winners usually have more of a, a life expectancy in the, in the public eye. But no, what, what I was um, getting at was I've seen about three or four podcasts now with various different contestants all backing Luca up, saying what a lovely guy he is. He's one of the most polite, helpful guys in the villa. They don't understand the edit he's had, blah, blah, blah. And I'm, I'm genuinely questioning myself and I'm thinking, but it's not editing what we've seen. Whether that's just one moment in the day and they're just picking on him all the time. Because like you say, there was stuff said about Jacks, which was not even shown on the show at all until the very mm. end. And, and you know, Akena had said it. Uh, he'd had a, a few dust-ups with a few people. Jay had had a run-in with him. You know, and... and there was stuff that he said he just kicks off. Uh, Remy, sorry, the lad from Manchester, he'd had a bust up with him and he kept saying we were always clashing. So there is, they are picking their fights with what we see, but that's not editing what we've seen him do with, with Luca. Yeah. And genuinely, I think there's been 5,000 off-com complaints about his behaviour mm. towards Gemma and that. You know, so... I, I would like to think we kept saying this to give him a sort of an out that he will reflect on it. But whatever they're saying, and they're there, we're not there. We are seeing an edited TV show that's on an hour, an hour and 15 every night. But the stuff they're showing is not edited what, with, with the way he's treating her. They've obviously yeah. not seen that. So I just I just found that really interesting. Yeah, I'm sure we've discussed though. I, I do genuinely think this kind of behaviour that Luke is exhibiting, it, it's harder to spot. You know, and we're we're getting the edited condensed bits, aren't we? But if yeah. you're in a group setting, you know, and he's he's doing these little subtle things, throwing out these little jibes or whatever, for me what he's doing is more subtle and harder to spot if you're there. So, you know, yeah. I, I'm kind of giving him a little bit of an out. I, I said it many times. I just think the things that he's doing, like the gaslighting and everything, I still think there's that simmering rage. He's definitely still trying to be on his best behavior. You just see that there's little red flags all over the place. Um, and, you know, I, someone said it, I think on Discord, you know, people put up with shit a lot more when they're younger. <laughs> so maybe yeah. it's that as well. That's a good point, actually. And I've seen, Dave, that Jax has deleted all traces of page on his Instagram. Well, I was, I was thinking, you know, again, when he, when Jack's left and he's saying, oh no, you crack on. It's just like, oh yeah, I'll stay here then. No, no, you stay here. <laughs> it's yeah. such a weird conversation. It was like the, what he was meaning was totally different from what he was saying, but she did crack on straight away and she's gone full bore, hasn't she? She's, she's, heading off into the uh into casa adam um yeah and i can't imagine that is too fun to watch um so i'm not really that surprised uh, just sticking on adam for a second though chris jesus christ it, it was 
unclear really what his motivation for going in was. I think Love Island, even though we have a bit of a moan and say, oh, the series isn't as good as what it was, it's still this massive cultural phenomenon. You know, when it comes on TV, social media's flooded, everyone's talking about it, people talking about it the day after and stuff. So, so I think getting a bit more exposure, but Jesus Christ, he was laying on thick, like how he's changed as a person. Now, I didn't see the previous season where he's on. You don't remember it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But for the people who do, you know, apparently he was this massive bell end and, and, you know, misogynist. But it was clear from the boat date that, you know, you know it's all about Adam's redemption arc. He's such a better person now. And uh, so this, for him, I think has just been a massive PR exercise. Yeah, and you know what, Dave? It's funny because on my Facebook, you know, you get the adverts. I keep getting muscle and fit, uh, muscle food. It is. I used to buy food from there, and it's him doing the adverts for it. Like, oh, right. buy this chicken and buy this protein <laughs> stuff. It'll make you look like me. Forget about all the stuff that I'm taking. But this, you know, he's, yeah. he's there. He's obviously filmed it, and all you see under these people going, "Fuck!" I didn't realize it was Adam Collard. You know, now they're watching Love Island, they realize it's him. So, yeah, yeah. I'm with Dave. Look, some, we can all change it. We can all grow. And he hasn't really put a foot wrong since he's been in there. But the cynic no. in me also says he's got a proper PR machine around him. I think he's going to do the thing. He, he will be the prime candidate for loose women to grill him. They give him a redemption, say, oh, what? And he'll say, look, I'm, I was I was bad. I was terrible. I didn't, I wanted to go back in there, right all the wrongs. The cynic in me says that he's got the right people telling the right stuff now. And look, it could elevate him, but it, it, it takes a long... That's four years since he did all that. So that's what I think is going to happen. He'll do the rounds more than any of them, I think, saying about what a great guy he is, Dave, or what people think of him now. I think you're right. Absolutely yeah. right. We've said that a few times. Well, Chris, we've got... Uh, was it three episodes left? Um, yeah. Presumably, we have the rest of the dates tomorrow and then the build-up to the final the poems, the, the speeches and everything. Uh, it's, yeah, yeah, it's done now, this series, isn't it? It's, it's, yeah. Tonight it's been really hard going. I think I've got absolutely no notes, really, other than there were three dates, uh, a bit fake soap opera acting. Yeah, it's just not really a lot going on. No, and I don't think, I mean, it's going to be, the families must be coming in Sunday because we were talking and I said, uh, maybe they're not doing the families, but then mm. Simon said, Well, you've still got Sunday, haven't you? Because it's Sunday and the final's actually Monday. So I presume yeah. we're going to get an extended episode on Sunday and then we'll, we'll do with families will come in. But I think then, Dave, before we get to the email, because we've got a bell in email, which, which I, I, I don't, I wanted you to read it out. I think I'll, I'll just read it out and it's a brilliant email. <laughs> we're both going to laugh about it. <laughs> so from this point now, I'm going to give you my top five and what order I think they're going to be, Dave. I think it's pretty, it writes itself, and I want yours if that's all right. So I'm going to say fifth place, unfortunately, it's going to be Dami in India because for some reason they're just consistently, well, it's because of Dami's behaviour that they're at the bottom. Um, then we've got Adam and Paige. I think then we're going to go with, it's five, isn't it? it's, uh, Gemma and Luca. Then it's going to be Adam and um, Andrew and Tasha, and then Ekinsu and Davide. That's how I think it's going to play out there. So I'd probably agree, but I would flip um, Paige and Adam and Dami in India. I, I think Dami in India will be more popular than Paige and Adam. 
Yeah. Well, you could be wrong. I, I think India needs to be higher up, if I'm being honest, Dave, because she's nice. But I think with the Dami and Luca thing, it has just ruined that their chances, both, you know, relationships. Really. Yeah. And I think the. I, I don't think Gemma and Luca should be anywhere near the top three. But I just think her popularity will pull them through and, and mm. have them higher. And I tell you what, Chris, you know, give them a bit of stick earlier on in the season. And I think quite rightly at that time in that context. But Andrew and Tasha, I just think are going along really nicely at the moment. So, you know, I, I, I think they, they'll probably come third, as you say. But, you know, I think they've done really well. Yeah, I do. And, I, and we didn't pick up on it, actually. But he did say when he had the baby, Andrew, about his, uh, you know, your mummy's got superpowers, you know, regarding a hearing impairment. Oh, it was a little bit was choking, nice. that, wasn't it? It was yeah, like it was nice, a bit of a lump that. in that the throat. Good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and we didn't say that in yesterday's episode, so that made me sense. So I thought that was nice as well, Dave. As much as we'd give a stick, yeah, I'm with you. So I think they need to be in the top two now. They've, they've, they've done nothing wrong for over a week. We've called out what we thought. We've been right, we've been wrong. It's just, yeah, it's part of the Love Island journey for Dave. This email when I saw it yesterday, I actually thought it was you sending it to me. <laughs> <laughs> so, from and it's me. not. Yeah, so, <laughs> this one's from Con in Cork, and he's entitled Tattoos. Hi, Chris and Dave. You're by far the best pod out there for covering reality TV and fairness here. Great crack, and always you tend to be spot on with when calling out spoofers. You have great personalities for it, top stuff. My email is just picking up on Chris's admiration of some of Lucas' tattoos. Tattoos are a big bugbear of mine. I don't get why lads get all these meaningless tattoos. I totally get why South American footballers get them, as a lot of them come from tough backgrounds and tattoos are generally part of their culture. I also understand people getting tattoos of a loved one for a genuine reason, but for feck's sake, lads, when I see an average show with so many tattoos for no apparent reason or something like their own name in Chinese or worse, their own name in English... Meaningless tattoos and fake teeth, some serious compensation going on in there. Desperate to, to look, be famous without any talent. Now, this bit, Dave, I'm going to speak about. Roberto <laughs> Firmino was selling water on the streets with his mother to get by. His outstanding, his outstanding talent got him over enormous obstacles to get him where he is today. The tattoos, etc., in this case, feel authentic. Am I being very narrow-minded here? I appreciate I could be, but need the counter-argument, please. Can regards, con from court. So, Dave, before you get going, <laughs> I've got my daughter's name in English. I've got Japanese symbols on the back of my, my neck, which is supposed to symbolise love uh, for my wife and have my wedding day on. Um, I've got a full sleeve now of American meaningless <laughs> stuff, Vegas, New York, Statue of Liberty. I've got... Um, I've got the Eagles, I've got Route 66, <laughs> I've got Mount Rushmore. Um, I you're you all this. American, <laughs> aren't you? I'm all American hero. Fucking um, Jim Duggan. When I was, yeah, oh, when I was USA, when I was reading it, I was pissing myself. Going, this seems like Dave. This is Maeve again, Maeve. So I've got everything on my body which I can't said. <laughs> so I was sort of pissing myself going, I feel quite shallow now, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If I wasn't already. But I will say, the one thing I'm picking up on, fucking Roberto Firmino. This guy, Con's got to be a Liverpool fan. Fucking Dave, legend. I'm sorry. Premier fucking League winner, rubbish. Champions League winner. Dave, fucking what a great guy. Teeth than fucking what a Luka. set of teeth. 
<laughs> fucking shit, Dave. Absolute shit. Fucking I'm not having that one bit. I can see why you thought it was me, though. Yeah, fucking did. And his exceptional talent. He's saying he's from humble beginnings, and so like his tattoos mean something. This is not about club allegiances. You've got to appreciate someone who's built themselves up from that, you know, come from that. So regardless of what club they play for, you know, hats off to him for, for coming through and doing that. But, Chris, I was looking at this and I was having a bit of a chuckle as well. And <laughs> like, I was thinking of you and then I was thinking, hang about. <laughs> I mean, I don't have Chinese necessarily, but also have some Japanese. So I have my kids' names in Japanese and I kind of forget. <laughs> but then I've got a massive fucking Wolverine and a, a bear on my back as well. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, yeah, that's probably me. So I think Con from Cork, <laughs> I don't think he's being narrow-minded, but it's okay to have a preference. If you don't like him, you don't like him. Um, yeah. But, yeah, obviously other people do. And, and you know, we had a bit of a debate this week, didn't we, uh, about Luca's tattoos. But I don't know. I, I Personally, I don't like his. Um, they just seem random. Like, the tattoo artist has stood at the other end of the hall and thrown them at him. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, that's that's what he likes. So, yeah, I, I can't criticise him for that. No, I can't. Look, Dave, I've got like a full story on me, my arm and I've still got bits. There's, now, Sam's not a massive fan of tattoos. She's told me off many a time, so you can't have any more. And I've only just started having tattoos again for the first time in, gosh, must be... 15 years, or 10 years, sorry. I got a United one for a final, which says believe on my forearm, on my, my wrist. And uh, we lost it, Dave, anyway, against Barcelona. But let's not talk about that. But uh, no, but I, I I didn't like the pain. I don't like the pain, but I've gone for this American one I wanted because I wanted Vegas on my arm and it's just gone. But there's still gaps that's any doing. But yeah, I didn't think I'd have a full sleeve. I'd never intended on having a full sleeve. And I've got one on my right. I mean, left arm, my left arm, my right arm's covered in a big tribal thing. So but that was to cover up a Man United tattoo I had done when I was 21, Dave, because a City fan did it and put the, the devil, the red devil, to an MUFC <laughs> with an actual fucking fork. He didn't have a fork, did he? He had it with the axe. And I didn't realise till about six months <laughs> afterwards. And someone went, someone went, what the hell? He goes, is that a United tattoo? He said MUFC underneath it. And I went, yeah. And he went, you know, he's got, a, if the devil's got a fork. And I went, yeah, I don't even know. And, and he... After that, I was like, "What?" Is... And he didn't do it on purpose. He just did it in the sky. He's like, "I don't like doing United tattoos." But the best—I'll tell you a little story about that. When I was getting me, me, me whole tribal thing on, and the guy did the tattoo. We were going away to to Ibiza, and he did it. And he said, "We'll have it done. I'm gonna have it coloured." And he did half of it in colour, and then the top half was just the outline, so mm-hmm. you could see the top of the devil's. You could see the top of the devil's head poking out the red devil right right and it's a shit tattoo you still see it come up every now and again my skin flares up i don't know why and anyway we're on holiday in a beef and we're there and i've got a vest on we're eating breakfast you know the all-inclusive and this kid dave is with his dad sat right next to us and he went dad dad there's that man with a rubbish tattoo fucking dad just went oh, oh, i'm so sorry and i'm laughing my head off and i turned around and went you know what mate your dad's right, it is a rubbish tattoo because he's not finished it. And honestly, Dave, this dad could not do enough for me for the rest of the holiday. He was mortified. But I was laughing. I was like, it is a crap tattoo because I didn't want to go away with half a tattoo. And, and I've got pictures of it. I'll have to find it. 
it looks terrible, honestly. But yeah, <laughs> so come, you made my day reading that email. Brilliant, absolutely brilliant email. I'm surprised I you didn't bring that up when we were doing the in between us. You, you just reminded me of the where the little kids, <laughs> yeah, you like Manchester, <laughs> Manchester United, <Yeah>. goal. Oh. <laughs> oh, very good, very good. The next one's from Milo. Where is Daddy Owen? Hey, Chris and Dave. Love your podcast. Emailing in from California. Love the cursing. I love how you hate Luke. He's an absolute bellend, and I'm glad someone is saying it. You don't seem to be aware of Ekisu's former life as a Turkish pop star. So here you go. You sent us a link, Dave. I think we've seen this one, actually. Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll have another look at that, but thank you for that, Milo. I also wanted to say that it doesn't seem like they're going to do family day. I think it must be because of all their family's hate towards their loved one's partners. This has been the absolute most boring end of a Love Island series, and that is saying something. I think the producers must be freaked out by something that happened. I don't want to intentionally get emotions up in the villa. There is such weird tension. Nobody seems to like each other as friends, and I don't think any of these couples are going to survive on the outside. I think if they did, do something fun like the Tweet Towns or their family's house of... Or their family's house of cards would just crumble. Can you imagine India's family meeting Dammy, Tashi's dad meeting Andrew after Tiggate, Davide's family meeting Ekinsu? No, absolutely not. Anyway, keep up the great work. Uh, thanks for that meal. Brilliant. <laughs> that is Brilliant good. And I think um, Tasha's dad has actually tweeted something. I, I think someone put it on, on the Facebook page that uh, he's tweet. Tasha's dad has tweeted something like, or oh, Andrew's turning into son-in-law material or or something like that. So I think yeah. Andrew's kind of won them round a bit. No, I, look, Dave, he's done nothing wrong, has he? To be honest. Well, no. Uh, I, what? He's done nothing wrong. <laughs> he's done nothing wrong. <laughs> it's my favourite Love Island moment, <laughs> moment <laughs> ever. <laughs> so tits or whatever. I licked <laughs> yeah, a tit or whatever. <laughs> That's a poor choice of words. Oh, he's a great <laughs> guy. <laughs> It's just misunderstood. Yeah, sorry. That was a poor choice of words. Anyway, the next one is from Anna. Hi, guys. Found your podcast this season. I love Anna. I really enjoy listening to your views on each episode. This is my first time emailing. Just a quick one. I've had no faith about Dami and India's coupling since Dami jumped on summer within two minutes of being in Castro Moor. His behaviour since then has been pretty gross, but I'm not going to go go everything again now as you've done a great job of picking up on everything. The day they had left me feeling cold and dead inside. Dammy could not have been less sincere the entire time. He could not make eye contact with Indy during any of the key moments of his chat. He came across really scripted and wooden. Asking him to be his girlfriend is curly and trying to gain votes because they were in the bottom. I believe Indy is genuine in her feelings, but I have no doubt that Dammy will dip his wick in the first girl that offers it to him outside the villa. I cannot see him staying faithful and he'll definitely be putting it around and breaking a heart within a short time of leaving the villa. I feel sorry... Feel really sad for India. She's been treated like a film. She deserves a lot better than that dickhead Dammy. Over and out, Anna. So, Dave, we can talk about that. Yeah, great email, Anna. Thank you. Uh, yeah, asking her to be his girl. I mean, di- different because yeah. I do respect her more when they don't do Hunt the Fucking Fimble, but it did feel like it was because I did pick up and I didn't say that. I forgot that. I did pick up on him not making eye contact with her. Now, he might just be uncomfortable. It's not his thing. He doesn't deal with these situations very well because it was awkward even when he said will you be my girl he didn't say girlfriend be my girl but Mm. I did pick up on what Anna said about the eye contact and that can be quite telling really yeah I mean the cynic in me says it's a tactical play isn't it you know it's even with Davide saying he loves Ekinsu you know in the final dates 
this is the moment you know this is the time when you make that big gesture isn't it you know to win the public's heart and everything so you know i i I don't know I, i don't i don't think they've got any less of a chance than any other couple probably andrew and tasha aside right because of their journey and where they've been through I think they'll stay a lot, uh, together for at least six months, but they'll be the longest <laughs> that stay yeah. together um, and possibly even further than that. But, Chris, we do have a couple of reviews on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, as the kids call it nowadays, um, and talking about things that you think the other host has maybe written. The first one is from the US, and it says, Love your podcast. And it says, Chris... Not sure why everyone's so hard on Chris, but he actually makes the show more entertaining. It will be boring with Sensible Dave all the time. (laughs) 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 And that's from uh, Zed Zervo. (laughs) And we've actually got a second one, which is Harsh But Fair. Keep it up, enjoying listening to you both. And that's from FCA89. Very good. Thank you. Thank you for that, Dave. So who was the one who did that amazing first review? What was that? Zerbo. Sensible, Dave. That's a T-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear me. Oh, you know, I was thinking about this the other day, though, because I was listening to your appearance on um, Back to the Filmography, where you did uh, The Mean Machine uh review with jack and obviously you know if i go on to other podcasts because we are a bit promiscuous like that aren't we we do go on to other podcasts but just the chemistry is just not there it's just it's different when you and i get together it's to be fair i always feel like i've lost me my right arm when they're not there dave and obviously my right arm is important i'm right-handed if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> well i am so glad i am the left hand <laughs> <laughs> no you're the right i think about you all the time but anyway Dave. Uh, next time i bet you will just think of me chris just think of me little wink there you go be more than 20 seconds Dave. but anyway right so <laughs> but no it's always the same like i we do a lot we've got so many friends within our comics network and we we will go on different you do more than i do you go on a lot of them more than i do but i always when i'm there i always want to like pass over to you i've even called people on their podcast dave i'm, going, oh, I'm so sorry i'm so sorry oh, oh, it's when I'm calling Sam, Dave, that's the problem. <laughs> that's when we've got issues. It's like a, a shit podcast put Morecambe and Wise, aren't we? Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> But Oh, that review's made my day. Sensible, yeah. Dave. I'm going to be sending you that all day now. Uh, so, <laughs> big thank you to everyone who stuck with us this season. All the new listeners and all the emails are fantastic, guys. Thank you. If you do our email us, before the season finishes. Obviously, we're going to carry on doing other things. We've got Maths UK coming up on that. But if you do want to talk about Love Island, get it in before um, Monday. So, Chris and uh, CDRealityCast at gmail.com. If you want to follow us on social media, at CDRealityCast. If you don't support us, get over to patreon.com forward slash CDRealityCast. And if you want to follow us and talk to us on Facebook, get over to Chris and Bay's Reality TV cast. It's brilliant, guys. We're nearly at 350 followers now, which is absolutely fantastic and loads of chat. And we got loads of stick in that, and I love it. Absolutely love it. Uh, so today's roll call of honour is 
Megan, Kate, Annabeth, Gavin, Maggie, Kristen, Zoe, Tom, Gillian, Michelle, Keith, Helen, Brianna, Neve, Jacqueline, Noreen, Amy, Joanna, Helen, Libby, Katie, Deedee, Hannah, Priscilla, Susan, Hennessy, Hayley, Lauren, look at the green keg of and so thank you so much guys for all your support, absolutely amazing. That's fantastic, Chris. And yeah, despite the lull, despite the sort of drop in energy, it has been a brilliant season. And as always, the interaction just uh, is just phenomenal. I love it when we do Love Island series and everyone sort of emails in and joins in the chat with us and everything. So absolutely brilliant. Sir. So thank you very much. And thanks for thanks to everyone out there for listening. And we'll speak to you next time. Bye.